Section 23 of China, Japan, and the Islands of the Pacific. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Sonia. The World's Story, Volume 1, China, Japan, and the Islands of the Pacific. Edited by Eva March Tappan. Section 23 taizung the good by reverend william spear the emperor taizung is celebrated by the chinese as one of their most illustrious sovereigns and he appears to have merited the praises bestowed on him for his clemency wisdom justice and general attention to the welfare of the people under the auspices of this enlightened prince learning and the arts flourished as in the ancient times and all the high offices were again filled by men of letters while in order to promote the revival of literature which had so long been neglected for war an academy was instituted within the precincts of the palace where not less than eight thousand students received instruction from the most able professors tai tsung also founded a great school for archery where he often attended himself for the purpose of practising that warlike art in which it was important for the chinese to excel as bows and arrows were their principal weapons the ministers sometimes remonstrated with the emperor on the imprudence of trusting himself among the archers but the good prince only replied am i not the father of my people what then should i fear from my children the attention of tai tsung was constantly directed toward improving the condition of the lower orders which he effected in a material degree by lessening the taxes and sending commissioners into all the provinces to inquire into the conduct of the magistrates and to see that the poor were not oppressed by them for he often expressed the benevolent wish that every poor man should have enough of the common necessaries of life to make him comfortable in his station which may remind us of the well-known speech of henry the fourth of france that he should not be satisfied till every peasant in the kingdom could afford to have a fowl in his pot on the sunday his strict sentiments with regard to the administration of justice induced him to pass a law for the prevention of bribery by making it an offence punishable with death for any magistrate to receive a present as a propitiation in the exercise of his power and in order to ascertain whether this law had its proper effect he employed a person to offer a bribe to a certain magistrate of whose integrity he had some suspicion the bribe was accepted and the guilty magistrate condemned to death but his life was saved by the interference of one of the ministers who were always at liberty to speak freely to the emperors on the subject of their conduct great prince said the monitor the magistrate is guilty and therefore deserves to die according to the law but are not you who tempted him to commit the crime a sharer in his guilt the emperor at once admitted that he was so and pardoned the offender during the reign of tai tsung some christian missionaries of the nestorian church first arrived in china where they were well received by the emperor who permitted them to build churches and preach christianity among the people 
they were successful in making many converts one of whom was a minister of state they gave to the tartar tribes on the north of china their own syriac alphabet and great numbers of those people became christians when the first roman priests visited china they found the sign of the cross in use and other customs which bore evidence of the former influence of the nestorians a tablet was discovered at the city of Xingang, cut in the syriac character which relates the success of their early labors their missionary zeal deserves great honor it conferred lasting benefits upon the nations of eastern asia the emperor tai tsung died after a reign of twenty-three years regretted by his subjects who looked up to him as a pattern of wisdom and virtue and preserved many of his excellent maxims which are frequently repeated with great veneration to this day the successors of tai tsung maintained the peace and prosperity which had been established by that great prince and under their dominion the country was much improved and the people enjoyed a considerable share of comfort and tranquillity among the great national works of the seventh century were several extensive canals for the convenience of inland commerce with locks of a peculiar construction or slides placed in embankments over which their flat-bottomed vessels without being unloaded were hauled by ropes attached to large capstans by means of this inland communication trade was so much increased that a great number of vessels came every year to the port of kan fu which was either canton or kan pu near hang chau and about the year seven hundred a d a regular market was opened there for foreign merchandise and an imperial commissioner was appointed to receive the customs on all goods imported from other countries which collectively produced a large revenue to the government end of section twenty three this recording is in the public domain